Namaste and welcome to another episode of the Vijar Mantran Sustainable Narratives podcast. If you haven't registered yet, please go online and book your place. It is an exclusive event. You need to register on the AirMeet platform to hear from leading lights and expert witnesses around the globe for this unique conference that Vijar Mantran is bringing. Today, I'm very excited to bring Drishti onto the platform. Drishti has been on Vijar Mantan a number of times, most notably on the Vijar Mantan podcast in an episode we called Womanhood. If you haven't heard that, I implore you to go onto Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platform to listen to that riveting conversation. Today, Drishti is joining us to talk about another vertical in the Sustainable Narratives Conference, which is on religion. Now, the way I see it, religion has served a purpose to mankind. Uh, but these days, it's more like births, deaths, weddings, anniversaries, those kind of periphery engagements that we have with life. And I don't know if the youth are so in touch with it. So I think one of the questions I will be asking Drishti shortly is how relevant is religion in society today? And in particular, we'll go into the details of the panel discussion that Drishti will be hosting at the conference this year. Uh, and I'll also talk about some of the fireside conversations taking place in religion. Drishti, welcome back to the podcast. Namaste, and thank you so much for having me back. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Um, so let's get into it. You know, how important do you think religion is to society today? Yeah. Um, so first of all, I think, you know, we've got to, we've got to look at the statistics and we've got to take a view of actually before we inform with our own opinion and our own feeling in terms of what we think we experience, what do the numbers say? Um, so the Pew Research Institute did a study a few years ago and what they found is that 85% of the population affiliate with a religion. That's a significant coverage of the yeah. human population. Um, bringing it closer to home, um, 51 percent of the UK affiliate themselves with Christianity and about 11 percent make up other religions. So still, that's over half of the population affiliating themselves with religious identity, though lagging behind, you know, the global the global percentages that I mentioned before. So in terms of relevance, daily practice or what it's informing, we can at, at least come to the point of saying actually religion does play a role in people's lives. And, you know, given the nature of religion where you have certain ideas and certain beliefs, this will go on to inform, you know, practices, behavior, you know, festivals and life moments, as you've just said at the start of this, but also more subtle things, you know, our everyday behavior, our everyday choices. Um, and I guess the thing that I want to draw out is even if you don't believe in a religion, you may live in a religious country. Mm. You may live in a society with a religious majority where, you know, societal norms begin to shift. What you celebrate begins to shift. What you observe begins to shift. Um, and also we, we, you know, in the modern Western society, a lot of our society has been shaped by early Christianity and Christian ideas. Um, delving slightly into the topic but why is it that today you know I would question what I may wear what I may wear sorry walking down the street a bit more closely when a bit with a bit more scrutiny than you would you know what role does an idea like original sin have to play in that makeup to what extent you know we talk a lot about our society being patriarchal what role has religion played and I would argue that most, and I'm being very specific with my language here, most world religions have been patriarchal in nature. Mm. 
Mm. But with the ever, you know, the ever present conversation about the patriarchy, representation, diversity, you know, that we are hearing day in, day out across the media, across the workplace, you know, affecting all streams of society, religion has played an influential role, a key role in informing the world we live in today. And it continues to do so. Uh, that's some excellent points there. And, and no doubt it has a part to play. And I think you made a mention there of sort of the Western world and, and being quite influenced from early Christianity and the subtleties through which that exists. Uh, not even just, you know, the festivals you celebrate, you know, Christmas, Easter, mm-hmm. things like that. But you know, even the national curriculum here in the UK is, is pretty influenced by that. The way in which we operate at work. And I think you've made reference to things like the patriarchy as well. So lots of interesting conversations. And, you know, I think people actually shy away from talking about religion quite a bit, especially mm-hmm. maybe in the workplace or in a professional environment. Uh, so Vichar Mantan is here to sort of challenge some of those narratives. Let's open up the dialogue. Let's have an earnest conversation about these things. Absolutely. P- people can get quite het up or, um, you know, not offended, but they, they tread lightly when it comes to talking about religion. I, I don't know if that's out of fear or perhaps they don't know enough, or they feel like they don't have an opinion to share, or they don't, they're not, not read up around the topic. But I think that's where a lot of people start. And so I'm actually calling out to all of our listeners and, and viewers to say, well, you've got to challenge that. Unless you clue yourself up about the historical past, say, of, of how Christianity spread, or how some of the Abrahamic faiths uh, have spread their messages, or, or how some of the Dharmic faiths in the world uh, how how long they've been around for and what contributions they've made to society. I guess you just won't know till you do some of that work. And you could tune in to Vijara Manthan and especially the Sustainable Narratives Conference to learn a little bit more about that. The fact that religion itself is a vertical within the conference this year, uh, I think highlights the importance, uh, just as Drishti has mentioned herself there. Uh, and some of the fireside conversations for anyone that's not checked out the website yet. Uh, what is the future of church? Uh, and is Indian civilization a myth? And I think these are some of the notions that we should be discussing uh, and discussing in detail. Um, but Drishti, let's, let's talk about the panel discussion, actually, that, that you're going to be hosting. And, and the title of that is, Does Religion Subjugate Women? Um, so heavy hitting topic there. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? And, you know, a much relevant and needed topic also. Um, so, you know, in classic VM style, I think, you know, we, we'd obviously want to define our terms and explore, you know, be very specific with what we are asking here. And what, what we're diving into here is the systematic, the indirect, but systematic control or suppression of women. And that is roughly 50% of our world population. So an ever present and an ever relevant conversation. Um, and you know, j- just just um, a stat that came to mind when you were summing up why religion is relevant. Um, something that I find really interesting is religion informs, um, you know, to what extent we could argue we procreate. So again, quoting the Pew Research Institute um, from a study that they did, um, they found that folk religions have a reproduction rate of about one point eight. Um, Hindus and Jews at around 2.3, right? So, so families are producing about 2.3 children on average. So just about replacing and staying the same population level. All religions averaged out are at 2.4. Christians come in a little bit higher at 2.6, but Muslims take the lead with 2.9. 
So even if we feel religion is not relevant to us as an individual, it is indirectly or directly affecting the society that we live in, the society our children and future generations will live in, and the makeup and the ideas and the narratives that are formed by religion are, in, are directly carried by those who follow it. So, you know, even if it doesn't feel relevant to you, it's definitely becoming relevant for the society that we live in. So coming back to the subjugation of women, we have these forces around us forming narratives, as you've said, um, as we've explored. And, you know, I mean, mentioned to where does patriarchal thought come from? So I really want to dive into in this panel with our awesome speakers that we'll speak about in just a moment. What role does religion have to play? Are we scapegoating on religion or is there is there a critical study from scripture that we can do that helps us understand the world that we live in today, the ideas that are commonplace and very popular today? You know, I want to dive into things like why have practices like FGM, so that's female genital mutilation, thrived in some religions over others? You know, is that simply a cultural thing, a cultural practice? And if so, you know, how is it married well with religion? Why do some religions like Islam, for example, you know, de devalue the testimony of a woman, whereby a man must vouch for her or several women must come together to be equivalent to one man? What is inherently, what is the view whereby, you know, a woman's value is inherently less than a man? And is that still relevant in today's society? We, we often just view society through the lens of the world that we live in. Mm. Actually, most of the world doesn't share our ideals and our views. You know, we have a lot of religious states. They live very differently from us. Is there a, is there uh, a stark contrast there? So sort of talking about how a woman's value is, mm. is uh, um, devalued. Uh, is there a, a contrast we can make? So, so yeah, so, so in terms of law, right? So in the modern Western world, if we went, if, you know, if let's say you and I had a dispute summit, we'd go to court. The value of your testimony would be based on your argument, as would mine. Our gender wouldn't come into it, you know? However, in, in under other law, for example, Sharia law, that is not the case. My testimony as a woman, my testimony as a woman is automatically worth less than yours. Wow, I didn't know that. Cases of things like adultery, where I could be falsely accused, yet the burden of proof would lie on me. Oh. Right? Yeah, much of the world is unfair and unjust. And I think you mentioned there about religion being scapegoated or perhaps uh, referenced as a, as a point of just uh, almost, and and the world uh, has changed over over hundreds and, and thousands of years in terms of the way it sees people and their value and what those are. So if if religions and the way they have come about, I don't know, haven't kept up or are not so relevant, um, that's going to cause a lot. Of we yeah, sorry, I was going to say, this is where I think scripture and the relevance and the, you know, the reverence of scripture comes into play. How relevant is it today for the world major religions? You know, do Christians still abide by what is dictated in the Bible? Is it interpreted? Has interpretation, you know, evolved? We've got lots of different sects that, you know, exist within the Christian fold and also within the Muslim fold. So how relevant is the text? How relevant is it you know, by percentage population and therefore shaping the world that you and I coexist in, you know, with our fellow human beings? Um, so what does scripture say and how relevant is it is like an area that we will definitely dive into. 
but then also really tackling this question, is it religion or is it culture? So mm -hmm. one, of, um, one of the speakers on the panel is someone called Yasmin Mohammed. She, um, she has a fantastic life journey, you know, um, terrific in the truest sense of the word. Um, grew up in Canada, Egyptian Islam, you know, Egyptian Islam is what she experienced. And she found herself married to an Al-Qaeda operative. And in her book, Unveiled, she talks about her journey. She critiques um, Islam. She talks about how, you know, society is enabling some radical ideas today. And, you know, I, I won't uh, take away from what she may uncover in this panel, but I'm so excited to speak to her because as someone who's left Islam myself, but from Indian origin, I have found so many things that we share in common of our experiences. And we come from different cultures. Yes, you know, being her being born in Canada, myself being born in Britain, we, we share a modern Western culture. But Islam is what we shared, though, you know, one is Egyptian, one is Indian. So, I, you know, anecdotally, but also with strong references, I want to dive into what is, where is it that we are seeing this imbalance and uh, subjugation of women? Is it truly informed by culture or do we have to look far more critically at the role religion has to play? And then flipping, you know, on its head, where can culture um, be a positive force? So what can we learn from great epics like the Mahabharat, where we have, you know, you pick up any reference to the Mahabharat and you will see a line that says it contains feisty women. I prefer the term it contains strong women, strong, bold women. What can we learn from their stories and what can we learn from how epics like the Mahabharat have how have they influenced dharmic cultures? You know, dharmic cultures where we see in the only existing plural ancient um, world civilization, the reverence of female divinity. Mm. If you have this within your culture where you have, you know, um, festivals like Navratri, which is coming up, where the very essence of femininity and female divinity is revered and celebrated for nine nights. How does that change how you view women in society? How does that change with what practices and cultural norms come into play? And in today's world, where we are talking about the gender pay gap, where we are talking about representation, should we be taking a long, hard look at religions that have no female representation within um, you know, organizations like the church or, you know, um, the Muslim uh, organization where you have ulamas and ayatollahs and questioning where are women there? Why is it that women aren't there? Um, and contrasting it, you know, um, with traditions like the Hindu tradition, tradition, where if tomorrow I wake up and I decide I would like to become a bandit, I can go and get the training and I can do that. There is nothing that would stop me doing that. So what can we extract mm. and then make relevant to today's society? And this, this goes back to the name of Vichara Manthan. What can we churn out? Mm. I don't believe there are already made answers, but maybe we'll be able to get to something through this conversation uh, where we'll also be joined by um, Dr. Lavanya Vimsani, you know, who has written a book about the female journeys or the feminine journeys across the Mahabharata, which I'm very excited to dive into. Wow. So quite a diverse panel there coming yes. from sort of all cultures, from global representation. Uh, I know you sort of talked about some of the world religions here in, in terms of um, divinity or referenceability um, and celebrating the female divine. Uh, there's a fantastic quote I, I like from Swami Vivekanand, 
um, that says there's no chance for the welfare of the world unless the condition of women is improved. It's not possible for a bird to fly on one wing. Um, and so, you know, I think of that and I think of the, the fantastic women in my life who have shaped who I am and how I can be a man in that respect. And so there's lots of different things coming in here, things like gender, religion, you mentioned culture as well and how important scripture is. Mm. And for anyone that hasn't registered yet, there is also the culture and literature vertical at the Sustainable Narratives Conference this year. And in fact, there is a fireside conversation taking place uh, with Acharya Vidya Bhaskarji, um, hosted by Barney Lakhani, which is called Seeing the Scripture from the Literature. So I imagine right. there'll be some cross themes uh, in, in respect to this uh, panel discussion that Trishti will be hosting titled Does Religion Subjugate Women? Uh, and again, just to call out to anyone that's not registered yet, you need to go to vijarmantham.org, click through to the Sustainable Narratives Conference and register for this very exclusive event. It will not be available anywhere else. You must register to get online. Uh, Drishti, thanks for joining us here today. Um, is there a final call or is there some type of question you'd like the audience to think about before they tune into the conference? Um, so just before that, actually, if I may, sure. I think um, so. So this panel is at 1.15 British summertime uh, on Saturday, the 17th September. The day before, there is a really interesting fireside, which I think you referenced earlier as well, which is what is the future of the church with Peter Groves? Um, and that's at 4.15 British summertime on Friday, the 16th of September. Definitely, uh, you know, if this conversation has intrigued any of your listeners, uh, I'd highly recommend checking that fireside out also. Um, but to come back to this, you know, um, I think that we have to take a long, hard look at uh, our world today. Um, how is religion shaping our world? And if we do nothing, and if we don't question it, how will it continue to shape our world while we sleepwalk into it? So definitely tune in, take notes, uh, and come armed with questions. I look forward to meeting you there. Thank you very much for summing that up, Drishti. I think gone are the days where we can excuse that, oh, my religion says this, or my culture says this. Um, let's dive deep. Let's unpick that, see which theory, which thoughts, which experiments stand the test of time, are cohesive to the environment in which we live in today, are plural in nature through the ever-changing landscape that we have as humanity, and which of those are sustainable for the future. What kind of a world do we want our future generations and children to live in? And do we want religion to play a major part in that? Is it enough? Uh, I don't know the answer to any of these questions. Uh, hopefully we'll be uncovering some of those at Richard Munton's Sustainable Narratives Conference 2022. Uh, thank you for joining us, Rishti. Thank you to everyone that listened. And if you haven't registered yet, you know where to go, richardmunton.org. Thank you for listening and namaste.